people, your dreams have now been fulfilled. Get your ass up and let's get ill. That's right, y'all. You're more than rough. We're calling you bluff. And when it comes to Like Darth Vader caps, they on stairs. While we rocking it, I rockin' it. Like a little ball inside the spray can. Providing three coats for both child, woman, and man. God bless the guard, lady streets, wall of wall it go. Yo, you got popped like a flick by that rivalry click and win. Touched by my fam who thought you brought harm, you see. I'm iced out like a glass of tea. Better yet, oatmeal cookies. God just rookies to me. Sliding up and down the court, but I don't think you can dig. Why drop? Macy been getting high since Luke was Luke Skywalk. Man, my topic of talk is shedding shame all over your game. Like them shorties who claim that Afrocentric loving is the past drug. My life filled with that's what thugs love. Snack you fast, wrap that ass in the rug of your choice. While it muffles your voice. Now when I'm swimming through the door, I put the funk on hold. All right, want to welcome everybody back to another episode of the South Congress Podcast. Fan by Fan Show. This is a recap and, uh, recap and, uh, and review, excuse me. For NBC's Emerald City, I am your host Travis Bryant, and co-hosting with me once again, as usual, is uh, my main man Richard Fan. Rich, what's going on? Not much. Another day, another dollar. Time to enjoy some recapping of a, I think, a decent episode of Emerald City. Yeah, it wasn't. They didn't. I was. I wondered if they were going to go the Game of Thrones route. Just because it's a 10-episode show, um, are they going to do the Game of Thrones where they really, the season finale is episode 9, and then 10 is just kind of reaction and setup for 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 a year from <laughs> that moment, typically. Um, but they didn't do that. Next week, they're touting the finale as a... Season finale event. So, it's a season finale event that it's not. E- that's only one hour. So, I thought that was kind of when 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 you text me that season finale event, I'm like, oh, it's got to be two hours, right? And then we found out, nope, just an hour. Because events that you hype as big events are, yeah, I, I don't know, I. <laughs> I would have almost rather them go the other way instead of, but you kind of almost had to watch the episode one and two kind of deserved to be back to back because it really was, it was shot like one long episode. I remember talking about it on that first audio. Right. There was no real ending at the top of the hour that would have felt like it probably felt weird. That, if that was only an hour show and we had to wait another week to get an episode two, only to now, at this to next week, get episode nine and ten. You know, in a f- series or season finale event. Seems like that would have been a little more, you know, for the name and for the hype. But, again, it's, it's fine. Uh, we get 
they didn't do the Game of Thrones gimmick, but uh, but we did have, like you said, a very fine episode, a very intense, uh, action-packed episode. I think even in the description they called it intense. Um, yeah, an intense negotiation gets underway <laughs> when the wizard arrives at the kingdom at the kingdom of Ev. So that's an understatement, even. Um, because it it got intense and then intensive care, so to speak. But we'll get to that when we get to it. Overall thoughts about this episode? A little more detailed than, uh, you know, good episode? Well, I thought especially the reveal we had of Languadier was... I'm still a little shook by that. <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting that. Jack was not expecting that. I on the second watch, I saw what led to J- uh, Jane, because Jack was starting to get on get on himself about killing her, and she just wasn't going to have it. Like, all right, all right. Let me let me let me show you the deal. Cut her face off, and you'll have to wait for now. And that makes total sense that her whatever remnants of her brain matter and whatever meat pieces she had left mm-hmm. she would be so self-conscious about her face you're saying for Languidere's character or for Jane's character right. that makes for Lang- Languidere's character because remember he ripped off the mask and there was nothing wrong with her face but she acted like she was the the, the, the uh the oh, hunchback oh. in Notre Dame <laughs> number one that mask did not get ripped off it got politely removed. <laughs> that's that's a, talk about understatements. It was molly whopped off. <laughs> uh, it was lovingly caressed, and in the process of that caress, yeah. the mask Dropped happened and to come free. And yes. Fall into a bunch of pieces. Yeah, we'll get to all that action and why masks were molly whopped off, faces got cut off, all that. Let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, but let's start with, uh, Chicago Justice. Really? Another Chicago? I mean, whatever. Chicago's well, Chicago's so popular with them. They do really well with all the Chicago shows. That's, uh, yeah. I think, I, I, again, we were talking a little about, about too many, you know, spider persons running around. And so, yeah, uh, that's enough. Yeah, Chicago Hope, Chicago Flames. Uh, Chicago PD, Chicago NS, NSCIS. <laughs> uh, come on, that's enough. Cold Case Chicago, Saturday Night Live, Chicago Weekend Edition. Like, the next 48 Chicago, first 48 Chicago. <laughs> Regular show Chicago. Come on. Um, all right, all right. Chicago. Um, yeah, so we get our previously ons, which which focuses on West and Tip, also, uh, on Dorothy, Lucas, Roan, and Glenda, who's called her North, um, and also just catches you up with, uh, with the wizard, Dorothy's gauntlets, how the magic 
was removed from east and put into the jar and tip drank it and seized had a seizure and and, and remembered her past and then passed out and <laughs> mistress west tried to kill herself until uh then tip came and yeah it worked so that's where we left off last week or actually we didn't leave off that is where we left off but we also left off with the wizard being held at gunpoint by his own guns uh, or guns that were supposed to have been built and manufactured for him or you know him and his army uh being turned on him by the ev kingdom of ev uh, uh guards uh, soldier guys and um yeah ev turning their backs on emerald city and the wizard and that's where we pick up in this episode and the wizard's just dumbfounded his soldiers are telling them uh, the main soldier head soldier guys like hey Turn around, walk away, there'll be no harm. He demand, the wizard demands an audience with the queen, those weapons, and he gets so like, like a big baby here. Those guns were ours! <laughs> and his voice, the way his voice cracked, and, and, and his facial expressions, D'Onofrio did a real good job here. He shows him, like, look, I'm willing to double my uh, payment, lifts up a big old a uh, big old chest full of gold. Um, maybe this will help, uh, you know, change the minds. The guard lets, says, let him in, but only the gold. So, Wizard's like, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. He's just... He's really in no position to, like, get mad or, or try to do anything at this point. Because, again, he's got you know, 50 guys with rifles pointed at him. Then we show that the gold made it into Languidir. She's standing there in a really sweet mask. It's uh, similar to the one I liked last week, but not as revealing. And it's got, like, crystals or something. It looks kind of chandelier-esque. Like, like crystals or something hanging from the earlobes. Or maybe they're just earrings. And she's, she has all his gold. And uh, maybe that is the same mask. And her main advisor, military advisor, is telling her, you know, the beast is almost is almost here. We're we're you're you're dooming us to repeat the past if you if he's not there to defend us. And she's like, well, that's what we got guns for. Let his kingdom get destroyed this time. And she picks up one of the pieces of the gold and examines it. She's like, you make he says you're making an enemy of the wizard. And she says, what would my father done? She says, he, the, the guards, the right-hand military guy says, he'd accept the payment. She says, so will I. But I'm keeping the guns. <laughs> it's like, that's not accepting the payment. That's stealing the dead man's gold. That kingdom's gold, or whoever's. That ain't yours. No, it's going to the Suge Knight School of Negotiation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hung you out the window of fair and square. Yes, you gotta sign those rights over, right? Right. Um. Okay. So when the guard, her right, military advisor, and Languidere are examining the gold and having this conversation, and 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 knowing what happened later, just 
not just a little bit while later, but later in the in the episode, as far as the wizards, uh, the wizards, you know, attack. You know, his guys that he had, his ninja type dudes. Like, why didn't they come out there? I mean, the Cirque du Soleil ninjas, I have questions, because how long were they in there? Did he, if he assumed she was going to do this, like, did they get to go to the bathroom before they got in there? Yeah, I mean, they they trained SEAL-type soldiers, man. You worried about they, they bladder? They control their breathing. They slow down their heart rate. All that. They can stay in that box probably for two days and jump out and be limber and ready to do some ninja stuff. And Come on. They are trained for this. This is their moment. But that moment actually hasn't come yet, so we'll get to it. <laughs> and then we jump to Tip coaxing uh, Mistress Wes off that great and heal herself, which uh, she does. Tip explains she was on the other side. She saw her family. She felt them. How much they loved her. Uh, and I watched them a murder. I watched them murdered by a man wearing the mask of a lion. I know every detail. And then <laughs> Mrs. West is like, "Do you feel my sister inside you?" You know, no pause. Uh, <laughs> and. She's like, yeah. She's like, can, what would she advise? Is this the scene? Yeah. I'm jumping ahead from where I am. Oh, yeah, yeah, here it is. My sister. Um, do you feel her inside you? Tip shakes her head, yeah. Uh, what does she command? And Tip says, a message for you. And uh, Mistress West, tell me, (laughs) Tip's like, she wants you to get off your sorry ass and help me. And Mistress West has a chuckle. And uh, yeah, that's what she would have said, Tip says. So I I think that was more real than, like it was meant for a laugh, but it's probably what she would have said. Yeah, I I took it kind of like, if you watch Deep Space Nine, like Jadzia Dax. Yeah, no. You know, I feel about Star Trek. Star Wars, all that bullshit. Okay, so they had a character who, um, it's a, one half of it would be this alien host that you ingest, and the other half would be whatever the human or humanoid host would be. So over the years, it was a female, a male, you know, all these different people. And so it would remember the residual memories of the other person, too. So I took when she drank that that she also drank those like kind of like when we talk about Rogue. Got her. Uh, her problem. Well, this is a little more blatant because it's about yes having the powers. Um. Yeah, it's probably a sisterly kind of ribbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they didn't have to go all the way with like a nickname or something to just hammer it home and be heavy-handed like. You used to be called Pinky Winky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wes heals her wounds, her, her long, long way, would you call it? Was that what it was, long way? Yeah. Or side, uh, You know you're going serious when you go long way. So she heals her long way wrist slits 
the blood, some of the blood goes back inside of her, and the, the skin heals. Like, you can tell she's doing it, like, so, which makes you, which makes you realize she was just not doing anything. Right. Right, she was just suppressing either her healing powers or not. She was letting it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she sits up, and then she and, and Tip have a really loving embrace, and it's like I think she, it was I think that was to put over the the sister thing, and I think you're right. You didn't need you didn't need that uh, you know nickname from when they were children two hundred years ago or some shit. Or your favorite pet was this bird I accidentally mm-hmm. killed. Yeah, remember it's you not- carried that dead bird around for you know two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then she looks at her life, <gasps> and I brought her back to I brought it back to life, but it was like a zombie bird, and uh, yeah, that would have just been too much. So here we are, we're back in the room with the gold, where they give you a wide shot, and my question is, why'd they only open the one chest? Because one chest is open, and then four chests of the same size are closed, and if that's the case, more importantly, when so when they were outside, all the chests were next to each other on a on a on a cart. So you assume, you know, they had the men had to lo- get the chests, lower them. Oh no no no! They wheeled the cart in, and then guys had to pick the carts up by I don't know. They get a hand truck or something, and 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 sit them. But they open the one that's full of gold again. Or or do the other ones have like a false? tray full of like you know full of gold but it's only like a two inch deep like basically a tray of gold instead of you know a foot and a half of it these are the right. questions those are the questions i wanted to know like that was some lucky shit that they they wheeled five tr- trunks of gold quote unquote gold in and opened the one that uh, was full of gold. so that was a little convenient, or just, yeah. They gotta move things along, I get it, but... Yeah. See, in my head, I just made up a whole story where some of them contained the little Cirque du Soleil ninjas, and others contained their No, they all, they all came out, uh, all four bottoms open. I know, I'm, I'm booking it myself. Oh, no, 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 no. I think they should have shot it better and had all five of those things open. And when the, Cir- mm-hmm. when the Cirque du Soleil... Uh, uh, wi- uh, wizard army ninjas jumped out. Gold goes flying everywhere. Right. To show that, yeah, that was a false. I mean, I, I, it's doesn't because we're sitting here analyzing it. It's the only reason it really hurts the story. But if you're watching it once or even twice, you might think about it. But it, it doesn't like. It does. It does. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. It does. It just so. It's such luck involved <laughs> and, and how again, did they not were, crush them they were already well how does what not crush them like as soon as you pull out the counterweights from the when that when it explodes the panels it go outward so now the only supports are those four bars and if you had a trunk full of gold that should definitely not be enough to keep the from like cr- crumbling in on itself well no 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 if it's a just a and I don't want to get bogged down in this, but if it's just a a tray, like a false, mm-hmm. like when you open it, it looks like it's full of gold, but it's really only three inches deep because there's p- 
people. Well, in that case, then that means Languideer's people are like ridiculously stupid. Because that's like they were like, this is more gold than we ever anticipated he would have. Right, right. Well, he had a reason because he wanted them goddamn guns. He needed them guns. He tried to be a, you know, Syrian. And he played and he played it the flustered. I'm oh, you got me role very well. Like I told you, his voice cracked. Like those are our guns. <laughs> yeah, it's like you gonna cry in the car. Yeah, he gonna, gonna cry, cry in the car. car. <laughs> so, so yeah. I, again, I don't want to get bogged down on the on the gold or on the, how the ninjas jumped out, which they're about to do. Because two soldiers are, one soldier goes to the open ch- trunk of chest of gold, which again, it's ridiculous. Languedere or that military general guy should have closed it. And, but again, we need this scene to happen. And he goes over and he starts fishing through, picks up a handful of uh, of gold. And one guy's like, hey, what are you doing, like soldier? And he's like, the destruction is coming. Currency to, pro- this is currency to protect my family. Your family. Yeah, and he's like, be smart, bro. As soon as that happens, the four guys you know, four dudes come out of the, uh, the, 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 the trunks. They, two of, they double to each guy, two on one and two on the other. They put the knife to the first guy that was actually doing the stealing. Uh, where's your queen? He just says nothing. He just hesitates. He just, like, doesn't say anything. And they slice his throat. And it's very NBC and not, I was waiting for the spray, like. You don't just slice a guy's throat and nothing happens. Right. Like, we don't need, Where's like, the arterial, like... Yeah, we don't need over-the-top, uh, like, uh, you know, Quentin Tarantino early 90s blood spray. Or, or fuck, early 90s. How about, yeah, Kill Bill. We don't need that kind of... But... Or Game of Thrones levels, even. Which is, like, rel- like relatively real. Like, realistic, not relatively. This is. Right. Um, but something, but that's fine. When he, when he put it to the other guy's eyeball, there was blood on the knife. So again, it's damn nine o'clock and, you know, prime time. Yeah. Uh, he, he says again, where's your queen? And apparently the guy must've told cause they bust in the Languideer's, uh, quarters and, Search and everything's clear, and she screams, and they got her. You know this the seal, uh, seal team Roman numeral six. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Cirque du Soleil seven. Yeah, did the thing. Then we got Dorothy riding across. Uh, riding across. Uh, now she, she she where was she coming from from the last episode? She was escaping from. Uh, uh, Glenda's. Yeah, right, right, right. Oh, I never noticed in this two watches. I, um, I stopped. They show the moon, so they're like a day. Yeah, know. it's they're like almost over top each other. Yeah. So you got like half a day, maybe a day and a half. I got about a, yeah. Let's say they got somewhere between twelve and thirty-six hours. <laughs> See? <laughs> to get their orders, their affairs in order. <laughs> um. So, right, she had escaped from Glinda's igloo place, jumped on the horse, and 
Dorothy has the greatest sense of direction for somebody that's only been in town for six days. And I've only ridden a horse for like one. <laughs> well, she's from Kansas, so let's she she might. The only Latina in Kansas in Lawrence, oh uh, not Lawrence, Lucas, uh, Lucas Kansas, mm-hmm. and she knows how to ride a horse. Mm-hmm. And just her, ner- her, her, her nerve skills are on point. Yep. Mm-hmm. She got herself a doctor. F-bus. Basically, she's a combat me- medic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's that is not the part that makes me want to go. Hmm. Like, oh, she can ride a horse. Mine is, how'd she know where to go every time? And later in this episode, after this scene, after she leaves, leaves, escapes this place, she goes and finds Ojo and those guys back uh, in the in the east. Yeah, so that means she doubled back in the like, eastern you... eastern forest. No, 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 no. She went from north to wherever this place is. To right. east. So, she got some Game of Thrones uh, um, time travel. Or not time travel, but, you know, teleportation game going or something. I don't know. So, anyway, Dorothy shows up. There's a house and a barn. And it looks abandoned. She tells uh, she tells Toto, stay outside in case, any, you know. You look amazing. I did, ma'am. I am doing a show, <laughs> ma'am. Yeah, Melissa, this ain't the East Coast cast where you can where it's, encur- where it's encouraged uh, to interrupt and to 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 have interactions of of others. But yeah, come on, come on, Melissa. This is South Congress, fan by fan. Yeah, this is a professional outfit here. Fan by fan, like yeah, fan by fan, fan by fan, actually. Yeah, this isn't fan by fan. <laughs> this isn't a pun. <laughs> it just happens to work out that way. It can be fan squared. It can be like, ma'am, you're not pr- making production notes such in the a middle. Nerd. I can't take squared. you right now, I, ma'am. Can you hit the bricks, please? Hi, yeah. We are on. Yes, ma'am. Yes, we're on air. I need a little red light to put on. So you and you still wouldn't listen. It was like, oh, I thought that meant it's for me to talk more. <laughs> anyway, what did I did I ask a question? No, we were talking about going from Lucas and then the horse riding GPS. Yeah. And then the second viewing, you noticed something. Oh, I guess it was the horse ride or the, the GPS. No, it's just the moon. That's all. Yeah, yeah. So she tells Toto, hey, stay out here and in case anybody comes out, you know, watch. Just basically, you know, keep an eye on things. And he's all about it. And she goes in and she has and she sits down. She takes the load off. She takes her jacket off and just, you know, like literally takes a load off so okay just the review she takes her police jacket off and her another she's layered up so she's got four layers on she takes her police jacket off and then like a light sweater and she's got a long sleeve shirt and a t-shirt under that and she sit and she puts it on the floor so if this police if that police jacket or something show up next week that's some inconsistency oh be ready for it because well, of how she left to fight him Huh? She crucified him. Oh, she was. You know what? You are absolutely. I would. Yes, you are absolutely right. 
So she had all the time in the world to go back. Right. Let me grab my jacket. Now, nobody talking about the fact that Lucas Kansas taught her how to string dudes up and she got CrossFit to do it by herself. But but we talked about that in episode one when she got him down off the damn crucifixion, off the cross, the barbed wire cross. Like, oh, ma'am, come here. You can't just be rolling out looking like that thinking you're not going to get comments. What do I do? Oh. I don't care if this is not a go-go bar, ma'am. Whoa, Pixar didn't happen. Whoa. I mean. See? Oh, oh, okay. Travis is actually for pictures, and you dancing around like you just. Uh, <laughs> Bruce Mitchell. Video, video or it didn't happen. <laughs> See? Uh, habitual. Habitual line crosser. Mm. <laughs> um. So yeah, so Dorothy she takes the load off, and no mom, no second after she like sits back and relaxes and takes a breath, Lucas Rowan pops up from behind her with this with the crazy sleeper hold, and uh, <laughs> this one and the one later, the strangulation later, I want to know what kind of we and I know it's the answer because he didn't really want to do it. What kind of weak ass strangle, strangle, strangling are you doing? Sleeper hold are you doing? Where she can like talk in these very clear. Cause she's saying, Lucas, look at, look at me. She didn't even have to see him. She knew the deal. She knew it was Lucas that was that was trying to murk her out. She's oh. like, so he has her in the sleeper hold from behind, and she's like, at least look at my look at look at me when you do it. And he let her go, and he's got tears all in his eyes. She scurries away, and he pulls out his dagger. And we're like a half hour in, and <laughs> somehow that was the opening, like, you know, eight minutes of the show before they went to their, their opening. Well, I mean, you had to see her at the crossroads with the Fifty Shades of Lucas. <laughs> um, we, go, we cut to... Uh, West and Tip walking through a very, I'd say dense, but easily walkable forest. It's dense with trees, but not weeds and foot growth on the floor that would make your uh, trek harder. The worst part, what's making it difficult, is West's dress that she's got hiked up because it's a big, dumb Victorian dress because, you know... Women out of wear stupid nonsense. Uh, Tip is basically saying, I don't feel any magic in me. There's nothing there. She tries to, like, move a rock or something with her hand, like, with her hand powers. And she's like, and Wes is like, look, you don't summon magic. It, not it it's summons you. you, but it finds you. So she sits her down. She tells her, close her eyes and imagine... Uh, was it your worst fear? She said, tell me what you feel. And Tip's like, you know, anger, hatred. Um, uh, hatred, she says, for the wizard and the man who killed my family. And then Wes told her to absorb it. Take it with you. Then go deeper still. And then Tip starts panting, like, something's happening. I can't stop it. And Wes's like, you're not supposed to. Then they zoom in really, dramatic music swells, and they zoom in really close, 
to her face and something like takes over and it's almost like <gasps> I get it and they pan out and it's tip from episode one and two short haircut boy face Mistress West looks at her him like what in God's name what in Mother South just happened and there's boy tip wearing a dress and Mistress West is like, how'd you do that? And, and Tip, he squeezed his punch. Yeah, Tip's got a big dumb grin on his face. He's like, I didn't. The magic did it. Or, you know, this is what the magic did. Yeah, no, you did it to yourself. Well, remember, Mistress West said, you can turn yourself into a damn tomato for all I care. Now she's looking salty. Because she knows, damn it, this isn't going to work if, if he's a boy. If she's, whatever. Um... Then we go back to the little cottage, and and Lucas is standing over, still standing over uh, Dorothy. Does he have a dagger in hand? Yep, dagger in hand, gasping and crying. He's got eyes just full of tears, swollen red eyes. She asks him why, and he basically says, because you don't belong here. You should have never been. You don't, and she's like, but I am. Like, well, you should have never happened. I send you if I I'd send you home if I could, but that's not possible. Uh, uh, he's like, it's wrong you being here. And then he goes to, you know, he tells her to close. He gets close to her. He tells her to close her eyes, and she won't. So he puts his hands over her eyes, and he pulls his arm back to. Uh, well, first she taunts him. Kill me. Go ahead then. You know, do what you gotta do. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, then he musters it up, and well, first she's like, "You can't even do it, can you?" And then he's like, "Close your eyes." He like strokes her head and like, close your eyes, and they have this like tender moment before he murders her. It's, it's really weird. But she won't do it. She's like, "No, I'm not closing my eyes. I'm gonna look you right in your motherfucking face." She won't do it. So he puts his hand over her eyes, and as soon as he rears back with the knife. Toto busts in on the knife hand, just chewing. And then you, and Dorothy runs out, falls down, and then you hear Toto like, and then Dorothy runs to the, runs to her horse, but Lucas comes out, I don't know, the side door. Yeah. And and he's got blood on his face, like he caught, he caught a tooth or something, and his head got cut or something, but he's, he caught a, he caught a, or he's got blood on his forehead and on his face. He turns to chase Dorothy. He chases her into, like it would essentially would be the cornfield. And I really enjoyed this scene, or at least a part of this scene, because it was, it it, it played on the it, like ah, uh, the, the 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 damsel in distress always falls, like she fell earlier, like just a second ago, but it's muddy, right? And he's chasing her. And he chases her. The mud gets thick. He falls. But then she falls. <laughs> and he's able to catch up to her. And he starts choking her. But he's begging her as he's choking her. Uh, to stop. Stop me. Please stop me Dorothy. Use your gauntlets. Like he knows if she wants. Because the gimmick is if she wants it bad enough. The gauntlets are going to protect her. The gauntlets aren't going to let her. You know, But she has to want it. 
So she goes, nope, again, in like a way too clear voice for somebody that's getting strangled to death by a 200-pound man. Uh, nope, I can't. I, I don't want you dead. She's not even turning, like, red yet or nothing. Uh, so she reaches into... She's begging her. Stop me, Dorothy! He reaches, she reaches into his... Uh, his belt pulls out his dagger and stabs him in the side. The same side, you know, his Jesus wound. The same side that he got stabbed in uh, by homie, by the wizard's uh, guard um, in Nimbo that, we, that he eventually remembered. So he stabs. She's just immediately crying like, no, 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 please, no. And he falls down. On collapses on top of her and she's crying in, in the middle of this field and there is a scarecrow there which she ends up uh, <laughs> replacing with him and they come back and she's okay the only thing I could say is that it was set up that way and the rope was still already on the scarecrow or the, the, the cross. And she just lowered it using the rope. and Because it's next to a tree that's like, you know, built like a, uh, a slingshot. So she can, you know, use it as a fulcrum and get her leverage on and, and, and pull them up. That's probably how they get the, the thing up to begin with. They, they lower it down, put a stupid raggedy shirt on it, maybe some pants, a hat. And then... Because it's a bunch, you know, two by four, you know, whatever, wooden cross. They then hoist it on using using the leverage. So is that plausible, <laughs> Rich? I mean, I might have to let it. I might have to let it be plausible. It doesn't. It still doesn't say how she was able to physically. I mean, she's a fit woman. You know, we saw her and we've seen her in action. Um, and again, she's using fit, just you know, physics and leverage and whatever, and you know that kind of thing. Uh, it's pretty simple. Okay, here's here is the one way I blow this up really easy. Okay. Typically, when you did stuff like that, you would just use the freaking horse. Yeah. Literal the horsepower. Horse, the horse is standing there doing nothing in the shot. But right. again, it's, it's designed for a person to do it. That's why it's next to what I want to see. Let me rewind it. But that that that's done though with when you do something like that, you do it with a, a crow. Not a 200-pound dude. Yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not a crow. It's a shirt on the cross. <laughs> right. But look, so I so I fast, so I rewound it. That tree, that stump, that or not stump, but that tree with no branches that's shaped like a slingshot is in, it's right there next to the, next to the crow. Next, that's, or not the crow, the, 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 the scarecrow. Um... Yes, normally you'd just be lifting a whatever, 70-pound, if that, 50-pound cross with a shirt and hat on it. Add, yeah, 175, 200 pounds to it. Um, but again, she's still just using physics. How'd she even, yeah, drag him across to the, yeah, yeah, yeah all that. You yeah, know, no, no, you're right. Just use the horse. I got some questions. Well, maybe she did to get him over there and stuff. Mm, I think she crossfitted him. She's like, I need to do 15 burpees. <laughs> so she gets him up there, uh, make sure it's stable. 
And, uh, oh, okay, because it's uh, hooked in already. So that's what's holding it up. So all she had to do was unhook it and let it down and mm. then drag him. Somehow lash him to it. That's another question. Would she, right. What did she lash him with? Because they're not, they're showing a close-up of him. They're not showing right, so, his arms and his the bottom of his, his ankles. Right, so if he got lashed, you had to use some of the rope that you already woefully, you know, out of in order to make that. Yeah, so maybe some barb. She, she found some barbed wire. All right, Taz. So yes, she got her. She went back and got her. She's wearing her police jacket, and so yep. she, yep. So she let win and, and yeah, she uh, grabbed her accessories. Mm, she was like she role playing game, reequip. But she she tells him, "You got your wish. I never happened to you," which is stupid. And she's just saying, "Hey, now it's like we never yeah. met. You're hanging up there, about to die, and I'm out. See ya." Should have did this in the first place. <laughs> yeah, but now, but now that gave him the green light to come after her and be like, "All right, you just killed off the part of me that loved you." What you mean? And he I, he begged her to stop him, he, and she stopped yeah, him. Yeah, but I thought she was gonna be nice and kill him. Instead, you're torturing him again. So oh, now- right, right, right. Well, she we know how she is about killing. She she you know. Yeah, she ain't down. Yeah, she stopped him. She stabbed him. Now he's not choking her. She can't finish him off. She'll let nature and gravity finish him off. Which, so, yeah. Yeah, which is like, or maybe she's like, well, somebody will find him, and, you know, she maybe she feels, I mean, she's giving him a chance. Like, well, he either dies in three days, or, you know, a day or two, or he's found in a day or two, and they save him. Yeah, I, I think with all that mud and all the stuff, she ain't wash him out. Infection mm-hmm. alone to yeah, get him. Yeah, she probably, he probably got a worm eating his damn uh, uh, insides right now. He, he pooping all over himself. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, so she jumps on the horse and Toto's behind her. And uh, she's out. And she's on her way to the Eastern Forest, uh, as we'll get to in a bit. Then we show uh, the wizard entering a uh, frightened and scared Languideer, Queen of Ev, into her, entering her quarters. She's wearing uh, not my favorite mask here. Yeah. Um, said you have your gold. She said he says I, you have my gold. She says and my guns and your guns. And he asks, do you know? Are you wondering why you're still alive and everybody around you is dead? She's like, well, simple. You kill me, my soldiers kill yours, and then you have nothing, nobody to fight, Glenda. And he thinks about it. He's like, oh, I see you're very smart. And he casually walks over to her bed, which she's kneeling, kneeling on. And he yep. Sit, <laughs> and he sits down on the foot of it. Yeah, she, like a good uncle. Yeah, and then she sits back, like kind of relaxes, like, oh, okay, we're just going to have a conversation here. And he rears back and hits her with a left cross. Crazy. I gasped. He punched the highlights out of her hair. I gasped. I was like, oh, I did not. I had to demonstrate me gasping, yes. I did not expect that at all. Well, once he sat down, I thought he was going to slap the crap out of her. Like a backhand. No, nope. yeah. 
He I didn't think he was gonna. I didn't think stole, he was gonna hit her with the Mike Tyson's punch out. He stole the shit out of Languidere, knocked her mask off. It was the bottom of it was ceramic. It shatters. She grabs her face like you said, like ugh, like she's. It's like it was like Kane when they took Kane's mask off in '04. Yes. It's like, okay, he's got some soot on his face that clearly can be washed off, but. Where are the burns? Where, I mean, we knew this already. We knew what he looked right. like as Isaac Yankum. We knew what he looked like as Glenn, Glenn Jacobs. As like, where's the burns and the scars and the... Oh, no, it was in his mind, King, J.R., whoever. So she grabs her face. She's like, oh, I'm hideous. And her hair and her hands are covering her face so you don't get a look at her. Prince or the wizard fixes his... Wig a little bit. She's just sh- literally shook and shaking, still covering her face. It's like I know your father no longer is no longer around to teach you. So let me give you a lesson in how to negotiate properly. You put one of these masks on, make yourself presentable for your shoulders, uh, and then, then he says, and choose a new mask because that money leaves, and before he leaves, it might be your last. And he is. Does he have a limp? Yes. And what's that? From? He's always had that limp, though. Did he have it as Frank, whatever, back in '96? Uh, I don't think so. I think yeah. he had it ever since he was in Men in Black. Oh, Don D'Onofrio. I thought you meant. The... No, no, I'm just making it up. <laughs> oh, god damn it, Rich! <laughs> I don't believe. But you no, he's had it know. since they've been in Oz. So okay, I think so. I wonder. Happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They maybe have a flashback. I think Ojo might have straight hit him with a jump kick. Uh-huh. I was thinking the horror, but that makes more sense that Because no, because he's always asymmetrical. If if Ojo did it, then he's like, Oh, I'll make it pay for you. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But See, I think maybe it, the insult would have been more if the wife did it yeah. and the horror did it. Yeah, because he ain't taking the woman shortchanging him. And she wasn't a small woman. Nope. Look like she could do some damage. She know her way around like a, you know, bone. I don't know what they make for weapons, <laughs> primitive weapons or something. But uh, we cut to Jane's lab, her 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 storefront slash laboratory deal. Jack runs in and tells her that the soldiers have Languidere. The wizard wizard soldiers have Languidere, and he wants his guns. And Jane just. Takes off like a rocket lamp. Holy crap. And you're wondering what she's thinking, but yeah, she knows things, and yeah, we'll get to language and you know, about language here specifically. She's worried. Cut back to the forest. Tipping a boy tipping a dress is taking a piss on a tree with, the, again, the most serene, dumb grin on his face because he's able to pee. Uh, standing up again, and West is in the background, like, whatever, come on, like, let's let's go. Yeah, for once, she's the one in the role of, can you stop being so flippant, we have to be serious. Yeah, and uh, she's like, we need allies, we need, you know, we need, uh, us too isn't going to be enough. Because Tip's like, why don't we just fly there? <laughs> I think maybe Tip said that uh, earlier before she even turned back to a boy. Like, why don't we just fly there? He's like, well, because then 
Glinda will know about you and want you for her own. So the whole time, Tip is, keeps reminding her that I want what I want. You want you want to try to use me for your selfish stuff. And then Tip's like, I got what I want. Why don't I, you know, just, you know, you're, you can go your own way. She's like, stop being petty. And, oh, no, 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 before that, because she says... But you can't go like that after she gives her the out. We need allies feel and then we'll go and combine our magic and blah, blah, blah and defeat the wizard. But you can't go like that. And she's like, like, what? I thought I thought she was going to say in a dress. Right. Because this boy walking right. around in his dress. She says as a boy. So she wants her to change, which I get. Wants you to change back. She wants her to change back. And she says, stop being petty just because you can pit one want to take a piss standing up. She's like, it's not petty. This skin that I'm in, this is real. And, you know, this is who I am. And gives her a big, uh, big speech. Um, it's the only thing, this skin, this is the only thing that was ever really mine. And he takes off running. And, like, into the woods. Then we cut to the eastern, eastern, uh, eastern, uh, wood. It's snowy. And... Uh, Dorothy shows up, and she goes right to the main um, main hut. She don't care. Holmes comes out. Starts talking that gibberish with his spear out. And she's like, yeah, I know. I'm trespassing. I remember. I'm going to talk to Ojo. I'm not trying to hear it. Get out of here, underling. Uh, actually, she's not being disrespectful. She's, she's being very uh, respectful and like, hey, look. I was going to say, your interpretation yeah, yeah, of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But her respect didn't garner anything because they made they all circled her and moved in on her with her spears. She lifted up her gauntlets like, back the fuck off, Holmes. You know. And they all, oh, 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 saw them sparkly gauntlets appear. So Ojo finally comes out and is like, uh, you know, yeah, I, I'm here. Um, he, he, he hits them with this, you know, some native tongue. They back off. She asked, why'd you take a witch? Uh, what'd she say? Oh, damn it. Come on, captions. Um, why'd you take me, take me to a witch that wanted to kill me? Because the one from the West almost did. It's like, you are revenge? She's like, answer me. She's like, the one to free my wife from the... She said she'd free my wife from the prison of abject. And then Dorothy's like, and did she? She's like, no. He says, no, her words were false. So she's basically like, okay, so, you know, I have the power. She's like, I can do it. I need Nahara. Uh, oh, I wonder if it has anything to do with that slice down o Ojo's face and, and, and Wizard's limp. That's a good call. I, I just can't see... It must have been a cheap shot that the wizard got. I don't see them like him squaring up with Ojo. <laughs> no, but I think what probably happened was he got uppity with Ojo, and Ojo tried to come at him, and uh, our boy came across with the lion sword and put him down. Oh, amen. Okay. Yeah, I think amen. I'm going to go with wizard cheap sliced him. Ooh, with like a little, 
with a little like dagger he's got in his like robe. A, yeah, a little stuff. little wrist joint that can, you know, a little slick hidden away knife that he had, and damn near blinds him, and Ojo gives him a leg kick or something, or or, or body slams him or picks him up where it drops him on slams him on his hip or something like to cause his. Uh, right, he's got that MCL permanently jacked uh-huh, up. Uh huh. Uh huh. Ain't no. Uh, ain't no orthopedic. Ain't, ain't no. Ain't no German Kobe. Uh, ACL specialist around, bit. This is uh, this is caveman times, basically. They go to and and and, and or Jane ain't around. The... Right. Oh wait. So do you think Ev got super technological in the last twenty years? Is Jane like the reason? I think so. I think Jane was the. Or they all, they already had to have a penchant for an industry, and she came right. along and like maybe streamlined things, showed them like inefficiencies and 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 different things to use for lubrication. Like no, you can use you know whatever. Right. Like I think they were already on the road with steampunk, mm-hmm. but then she added twentieth century tech, not or twenty first century tech. Twenty first century idea. Well, no, twentieth because she was from ninety six. But twenty twentieth century ideas because the technology right. doesn't. They whatever she has, they would have to use what in because remember when he was telling them, when she was when Wizard was giving Languidere the what to use to make the bullets. He was like. This is not totally not what he said, but he was like sarsaparilla, uh, you know, baking soda. He like said these real basic like ingredients like that they would have. Like, oh, okay, I guess, you know, they have that. Because um, if he says get gunpowder, nitrous, whatever, whatever, and they'd be like, huh? But he's smart enough to know the the, the, the for lack of a better word, doppelganger chemicals to use to make a uh, 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 make a competent bullet. Right. Um, okay, so anyway, so uh, Dorothy and Ojo's, uh, Dorothy tells Ojo basically his plan, her plan, uh, I want to stop Glenda's army, I want to stop the wizard, but I need Nahara to raise the, raise the giants. And he's like, for the wizard? She's like, no, no, no. I need him. I need her to raise them for me. Yeah, Dorothy's starting his, that coup life. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she's gonna have an army that don't kill nobody though. Back to the back to the to the wood with uh, the warm wood with Tip and West. Tip basically humbles herself to uh, to Tip. He's like, look, without you, there's no army. Without Ozma, there's no Oz. And Tip's like, what does that mean? He's like, we'll try it your way as a boy. And Tip just buries his face in West's boobs as he hugs her. And I wasn't sure if that, like, am I, are we supposed to, like, mm, okay. <laughs> it was just weird. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, I'm, I got it now. Face full of stuff. <laughs> uh, cut to Jane walking through the, the the Ev castle or whatever. She finally uh, gets she gets to where she needs. She's calling for Frank. Wizard's like, who's that? It sounds familiar, but uh, sounds familiar, but but also sounds lost. 
and um, what is this basically this scene is she's oh oh okay she is there to try to convince him oh oh she also says yeah so is everything else when you damn everything lost when you damned me to live here and then he goes and he was so wrong here you were never kind to me Jane do you remember even when I tried my best to, to make your job better, to, you know, helping you out at work. Uh, and she's like, it was your job to help me. And he says, yet you didn't help me when, we found, when I found Oz. You did everything you could to discredit me. She goes, I'm the only one left that knows you're a fraud. And then he goes, it must hurt to know that no one would believe, no one will listen. And then he says, I, then Jane's like, I know the only reason you kept me alive is because my work has value to you. I can, and she's like, Let, what do you need? Let me make it for you. So Jane has blossomed, obviously. I mean, this was obvious from the gate, but once we figured out who she was, in 20 years into this just, it's one, I mean, she's like unfettered in a way. I mean, she doesn't have certain tools at her disposal and technology, but she's still super smart woman obviously oh yeah i mean that much is true and you can tell that she's made lemonade out of lemons in yeah. terms of what she doesn't have access to absolutely that's what i mean like okay i don't have this i don't have circuit boards and stuff but i do have the i have an abundance of this and i can make it work you know it's just that big brain scientist scientist type brain goes to work and she's trying to manipulate him here. Like, let me let me make whatever. What do you need, Frank? What do you need? Let me let me make it for you. Uh, I'll make it for you. Whatever you need, I'll make it for you now. And then and then the wizard looks at her line and points like, "You ah, you came here to save save language there." How very maternal of you. She says, she's just a girl. She's standing in the way of survival. Frank, you've taken everything else from me. Not this too, you can't. He goes, I am, balls his fist up, I am the Wizard of Oz. If you call me any other name ever again, it won't be her life you're begging for. And he's like in this, like, he's trying to be, Deep voice, I am the... But it's this scared, you know, begging thing he's yeah. also doing. Which is kind of scarier if you're... I mean, you know, because if you're doing, dealing with somebody supremely confident in their physicality, their war skills, that's one thing. But if you're dealing with some scared little pussy, like who knows what they're gonna do? Like a guy that's go that's uh, uh, confident in his abilities and his strategics and all that is gonna come at you, ching ching, with the sword, with the gun, whatever. But he's gonna he's gonna face you. Sure, he might have some tricks up his sleeves. It's not just all straight ahead brutality. But he's not. He's most likely not going to resort to dishonorable means because he's right. confident in his honorable means. I mean, pretty black and white, but, you know, but him, he was, ooh, that, that, yeah, that scene tells you a lot about Frank. 
I am the wizard of... And when he explained to Dorothy, I think it was Dorothy he explained it to when she first showed up in, in, in Emerald City with the gun. And he figured out, Dorothy, that's you. You've come home. He was like, I've put... I've, you know, taken out people and made examples of folks who, who wouldn't... Who refused to call me. I made people call me the Wizard of Oz. Um, Jane gets back to her lab. Jack's waiting for her eagerly. And she, she tells him there's nothing we can do. He can't be stopped. There's nothing we can do. He'll destroy everything for those guns. Jack says, then make me the gun. Man. She, yeah, she looks at him like, what? Then we, uh... Oh, okay. Now it makes sense that that's the... That's the, uh... That's the giant that ended up at the end walking and, and you know, because it's the one that's in the eastern... in the, in the eastern wood. Or near the right. eastern wood, near the prison of Abject. So, uh, Dorothy and Ojo are walking towards to the prison of Abject, and Dorothy asks him why he lied to her um, about the wizard controlling the giants. And he tells her, straight up, like, he would have burned the village, he'd have raised the village to the, to the ground if I would have spoken the truth. Burnt the tribal freelands if I spoke the truth. Uh... And she deduces that's why he imprisoned, imprisoned Nahara to keep his secret. And uh, Ojo confirms Nahara was the sacrifice. Uh, so our people live. Which is understandable. And Dorothy's like, you deserve to see her again. You have to, to take her home. And then uh, they get to the prison of Abject. Mission accomplished. Yeah, and... Uh, Dorothy, like, takes her jacket off. Well, she's, like, got a blanket. Something wrapped around her, because, you know, she's in the damn eastern wood, and it's snow all over the place. Uh, so she snatches her poncho off. She's got her police jacket still on underneath. Like, I'm not going to just free Nahara. I'm going to free all of them. She activates her gauntlets and walks in. But she walks in, and... There are very few people in the prison of Abject. Like last time we were there, there were just people all over the place, squirming in the mud, all overlapping each other. Yeah, it was kind of greasy. Yeah. Now it's nobody there except Inside Out Guy, or not Inside Out Guy, but Guy with no skin, which I thought they did not play up. She goes over to the guy. He's in the middle of this tree. That's the, the maybe the root system of the prison of Abjack. Um, and he's just a guy with no skin, so he's just all muscle. He's that the red, you know, that that <laughs> that, that autonomy page. Or if you actually had like a dope autonomy class, or maybe took it in college, the 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 mold or the 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 half the torso and and head that you would get of the guy with no skin, so it's all so you get to see the muscles and 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 tendons underneath the skin. So that's him. Uh, and he's got the creepiest, brightest eyes, man. It's like, ugh. 
Maybe it's because he doesn't have skin, and it's like, well, <laughs> what else are you going to focus on but his, you know, his eyes? Right. Almost like when a super dark-skinned person smiles. It's like all you see is teeth and eyes. Um, so she goes up to him and is like, what happened here? And he says, free me, and I'll tell you. She lays her hand on his chest, the vines or whatever that was lashed to him, holding him in place, loosen, and he falls to the ground into the mud, which, again, he's a guy with no skin. And he's leaning up against this tree. Every move, what was it, was it, was it, oh, did you, did you, did you ever watch Aqua Teen? Of course. So remember when Carl got, uh, remember they put, they like replaced his skin with eyeballs? Oh, God, yes. And he was trying to walk. He was like, every step is painful. The the wind is, it feels like, you know, glass or whatever. Like, that's how that guy should have been. Like, every step should have been painful. But, hey, he was just hanging in the middle of a tree of abject with no skin. So, who cares, right? With a little fall into his feet and a little mud. Right. So, she asks, what, what happened to everybody? He says, taken. She says, taken, taken by who? And then they show uh, Mistress West in, the, in, in that forest. And your magic, your army of magic, dressed and ready for war. And it was just a forest full of witches. At least 100 witches, maybe 50. Certainly a lot. And, uh, yeah, so, in that time, Mistress West and Tip either went to the Prison of Abject or somehow was able to just, I did not like how they yada yada this. Yeah. Because I wanted to see some, some spells, some, some charter magic, free magic, at, let's should say, at work, to get them out of the Prison of Abject. They they back in their witch traditional like witch garb, but they're not like muddy or anything. Like, yeah, I, I did not like how they chose to 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 just. I, I get it. It, it it's really fine, but it's just like I wanted to see that. Like ever since the Prison of Abject was introduced in you know episode one or two. I've wanted to see what, okay, somebody's going to get out, either escaping or, or freed or whatever. I can't wait to see that. And then I don't get to see it. So, just personally, I'm a little, a little disappointed there. And, uh, hmm, Little Big Shots is coming back. Great. Uh, so Ojo makes his way down, and the man with no skin is still kind of just squirming around at the base of this tree. Uh,. He basically, the gimmick is only the sick. Yeah, Wes took everyone but the dead and dying. So if you're already dead, obviously she wasn't going to take you. If you're dying, you have no use to her. So apparently, I guess that's the, that's our cue that Nahara isn't... Which, yeah. I mean, she was fine enough because later we, we, we see. 
But apparently she's just too sick to, to, to... And she wasn't a real witch, though. Was she? Not like those other witches, lady, you know? No, I think she was just adept at moving the... Yeah, she the just stone. had... She knew some magic and... Yeah, not she wasn't a witch at all. She lived in those <laughs> tribal lands... And she was imprisoned by a witch. So not only were witches... Yeah, I guess the prison of Adject, obviously, was in a, pr- a prison for witches and non-witches. And uh, basically, they're translating... Like, she, Dorothy... Nahara looks up and is like, who is this? And she's like, I'm Dorothy. I tore a hole through the sky. And then Ojo translates, the interloper. Like, <laughs> Bitch, she ain't say she didn't say that. She ain't say I'm Dorothy the interloper. She said I'm Dorothy. I tore the sky part open. Damn, why you got front on the translation, Ojo? <laughs> I did not That's like what that. happens. You don't run the show. I did not like that one bit. <laughs> so there's some some conversation back and forth. Uh, Dorothy basically and and oh, did you peep though? Did, oh, by the end of this scene, Rich, did you peep? What? Which you part? Peep. The old man? No. No, 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 no. The end of uh, Dorothy's part of this scene, I should say. So, okay. I want to see if you notice. Uh, so she looks at Nahara, and I need you to raise the Eternal Warriors for me. Ojo says she wants the Stone Giants. Nahara says, raise the giants? I did that for the wizard, and look where it got us. She says that in her language. It's, you know, subcaption, subtitles. Ojo says, it will not be done. Dorothy's like, it's the only way to stop the war between Glinda and the wizard. Right. And then Nahara says, does Glinda... Crap. It's going too fast. Uh... Does Glinda raise... Rise against the wizard? Ojo's like, yep. He says, did I leave the world with hope? Nahara says in her language. And then Ojo says, war is good. And she says, no, no, people will be killed, Nahara. Children will be killed. And then she says, Nahara says, magic has existed as long as Oz. You don't stop magic. You stop the person trying to stop magic. You stop the person fighting magic. Right. Ojo says, Oz is magic. The wizard is death. Yes? And then she, then, then, then Dorothy says, and Dorothy says, but if I help the wizard, he's going to take me back to where I belong. And if you help me, I'll take the wizard with me. Nahara's like, oh, what? Free magic? And Dorothy says, yes. Free magic. And Nahara's like, like, smirking, like, okay. And then Ojo smiled. So did you peep? No. Nahara said in her language, free magic. Dorothy did not wait for translation and said, yes, free magic. That... I completely missed that. This is now my third time. I, I didn't peep until the second time. Like, oh, she catching on. You know, somehow. Like, is it the gauntlets? Is it the... I mean, she only been there six, six seven goddamn days. So, yo. Yes. 
So, yes, mm-hmm. Not that charter magic. Free magic. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Lyra. Yeah, ah. Oh, no, oh. no, no. Not Lyra. We're talking... Uh, Sabriel and Lirio, yeah. yeah. So, I, did, I wait, did Sabriel... We never got Sabriel's... We never got their... Did we get their family name? Nope. We had to... Uh, rich four damn books. Sabriel of Horson reporting for duty. Lirio, ne- not you know, Lirio Watson or something. <laughs> you know, Clario, Clario Jenkins, Clario P. Jenkins. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think like we got touchstones like when they when they told us his name, he had a. <coughs> Yeah, he had a surname, which would have been, but no, Touchstone ended up marrying Sabriel 200 right. years later after he came out of his little spell or whatever he was in. All right, all right, all right, let's not mix up, confuse the people. We can go off on those, like, you know, sides uh, on Wednesdays, not, not here. We try to keep this yeah. thing tight, even though we're already, you know, over our last two week average three week average so anyway uh back to the the wood foggy dense wood with all the witches and uh tips like you just wanted to have power you just wanted that magic and uh she's like you can take the power you take power where you find it west says their magic will unite with ours to end the wizard for good and then Tip says, how do you know they'll follow me? And she says, I'll make them. And this was nice. In certain circles, I was known as the Wicked Witch of the West. Tip laughs and is like, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, so that was a nice uh, nod, to, uh, nod to the books in the movie. Um, then she goes on and she cuts a promo, basically. As you once stood aligned with King Pastoria... You now stand with his child, the one true heir of the throne, Ozma. Follow us to Emerald City and in the one that imprisoned you, the horrible Wizard of Oz. First witch says, Ozma's dead. Second witch says, it's a boy in a dress. First witch says, what kind of imposter have you bought? It's like, he possesses the Emerald Dagger. No one can question its authenticity, which Wes says, and then Tip pulls it out of her boot and holds it up. And an old head witch that seems to be the leader goes, Possessions can be lost and found. This boy is no Ozma. And then, in all, all her gusto, chest all out, Wes goes, walks over to that woman and goes, I am a cardinal witch and you will hear my truth. Or I will gladly throw you back in that prison if you're not more, if it's more agreeable. None of us will be intimidated by the wizard's whore. And she goes, I'm nobody's whore. She goes, yes, you are. And you're, and worse, you're a traitor. <laughs> you will speak no more. And she does the, uh, no, no, that Twilight Zone, he, he, he sealed her mouth shut completely. This was more, uh, she like lashed her mouth, sewed her mouth shut with like a quick spell. And they lifted her up in the air. West, they lifted Mistress West up into the air. All 50 or however many, 25, 50, 100 witches 
lifted her in the air. She's panicking. <laughs> Tip's like, mistress. So they got her, hemmed up. Then we cut back to uh, Ev, and Languidere is looking in the, her case full of masks. Wizard's outside her room. Are you ready, little queen? And she Languidere comes out. No mask. Just, you know, with a young shiner, because she got punched in the face, <laughs> you know, 20 minutes ago. She fell on the headboard. She fell on, the wizard was like, she, the wizard held his fist out and was like, hey, what's up with the terror of his fist bump? And Languideer went over to Terrorist fist bump with him, tripped on her Victorian dress, fell cheekbone first into that Terrorist fist jab. Yep. And she's looking mad greasy. I don't know if it's because she's sweating because she's anxious or or if her, uh, maybe she her, her, her operating system is overheating. <laughs> yeah, she got that, she got that blue screen of death coming on. <laughs> People were like, what? what does that mean? Well, we'll get to it in just a second. So, Wizard parades her. And parade, like, because he's kind of strong-arming her, because he's got her by the, by the arm. Like, all right. Went to the balcony. All of the soldiers run, point their rifles. And she's like, I am fine. Nothing is, you know, I am unharmed and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, and the Wizard's like, tell them to put down their guns and join them, or you die. She's like, then you get nothing. And she's not as fine as I, I wanted her to be. Uh, and then she's like, why don't you try convincing them? And the wizard in the worst, shakiest voice, Soldiers of Ev, we can fight together, or we can die apart. And the first death will be a most tragic and unnecessary death. And then he pulls out the hammer and points, puts it at uh, Ev, Ev's uh, uh, languideer's head, it's like, put down your weapons, or your queen catches it, and then one of his guards goes, queen, what do you have us do, and he says, last chance, or your life, and she mulls it over, and she says, let us be an example, my life is worth nothing, unless you stand with me against this man, never surrender your weapons, and then he's like, put your weapons down or your queen is lost. And then Jack's on the upper tier getting in position. So he's got like a gun built into his metal arm. And he's aimed at... This was just a dumb, dumb, dumb idea. Like, no one's ever shot a gun in this place. Now you're about to have 50 people shoot, shoot guns. Or wizard has, but whatever. He hadn't shot a gun in twenty years, at least, if ever. And then he nailed, right. nailed. What was her name? Pam, whatever the hell yeah. her name was. Right in the heart. Her name wasn't Pam. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Anna. Anna. Anna loved you. Uh, in the boom, right in the heart. You know, perfect death shot. One shot. One. You know, one body. Uh. But Jack up on the balcony with Languideer in between his bullet and his gun and the wizard. And she sees him up there and she's trying to tell him, be cool, be cool. He shoots. Wizard sees him. Wizard pulls her in front. She catches it right in, right above the eyebrow. And then Wizard lets her fall off the balcony in those most dramatic slow motion. The 
soldiers below unleash hails of bullets. And again, can't nobody shoot. Right. <laughs> nobody. They they need duck hunt. Right. It's 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 like way more plausible than like stormtroopers or something. Like why they're so garbage. But oh, I didn't notice until now. They caught all his men into the. He, yeah, they did shoot the men. They shot his uh, Cirque du Soleil guys. He was the only one that they seen that kept alive. Jack runs down to Languidere's body. He's just shook. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> turns her, turns her head over. Bullet, bullet wound. And again, it's just super. Like you're just thinking, this is very not bloody for someone who just got shot in the head. But then you, then you, there's an explanation for that. So Jack, he's just distraught, um, crying on her body. Next, we've got uh, Ojo trying to take Nahar out of the prison of, like, out of the mud and muck, out of the prison of abject. She's like, nope, my time is too short uh, to, to, to worry about trying to get me home and whatever. Tell me about the children. And he's like, oh, they have children of their own. Because remember, she's been in there 20 years now. Their right. kids were, if you assume their kids was were one or some of the kids that were there, that he, that Frank was there showing them the, you know, the Walkman gimmick and the, the one they're like magic. And he's like, no, no, not magic, science. I am a scientist. That that scene, you assume one, two, three, eight of those kids are theirs, are Ojo and and Hara's, and they were. Anywhere from four to ten years old, right? So Twenty years later, they're you know, twenty-four to 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 thirty-four or whatever. So she's like, he's telling her, yeah, they've got kids of their own. Uh, uh, she asks him, uh, and you watch over them all, huh? And he says, no, only you. And then man with no skin is looking up into the sky and then Ojo kind of looks like what's up with that guy? What's of this man? Can you help him? And Nahara's like he was here before any of us. And he, Ojo said I'll do whatever you ask. And then man with no skin picked up a giant rock and bashed Ojo in the face. And then gets up and I don't know how you just oh the the most generic yell sound effect <laughs> and he just screams it was yeah I mean please follow up next week with what the hell that was about because that was it for 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 him or for for the prison of abject this week Jack bust into Jane's lab destroy carrying Langwoodier do something for her do do what you did for me make her make her you know. Jane's like, uh, well, she was alive. You were alive when we found you. Like, she looks at the bullet and, like, he goes and tries to, like, I don't know, chop his hand off? What was he doing? What in the world? Was he, like, trying to, ax, like, bash his, his metal hand off? I think so. He just had a breakdown. Yeah. Yeah, that's really what it was. Then we get back to the forest. They still got... Mistress West levitated. There, the one lady says, "You, 
you and your she was like you will have your you'll have your sins uh counted off basically one by one because we're fair you'll hear the charges against you before you are sentenced more than your prostate sister did for us you and your cardinal sisters you're to blame for this for the end of our kind so it's more than you know it's cardinal witches and right it's one percentage versus the 99 percent basically you know the one percent are the ones doing gambling with everybody's lives making decisions for everybody probably hoarding all the wealth and all the resources uh while the real people in the in the, in the villages and the real witches putting in work every day, putting in them spells, you know, in the lab, in the lab, putting out mixtape after mixtape, witch tape after witch tape, uh, and just yeah, so it's a little of haves and have-nots here. And then tip, still in boy in boy in a dress, is at the top, it's ran up a hill. Not, I mean, to get out of harm's way. I'm not mad at him, and but he has like a. A vantage point, and you can look over the whole valley where they're doing their little chants and whatever. And he goes, and he yells uh, after she blames him. She stands against her sisters. It was Mistress East who locked you in the prison. She's like, yes, but Mistress West sold her soul of the of our world for her own escape. To forget her pain, basically calling her a junkie. She was weak, as we all are, Tip reminds them. She set herself apart, denied us our place. Now she will pay for the sins of her sisters. For those here and gone. And then Wes, Wes is still screaming, basically looking at Tip like, do something. And Tip just emits like a beam, like a, a force field. Or not a force field, like a, like a wave of energy. And, it, and it, it collapses the spell, whatever they were doing, holding Mistress West up. Mistress West falls to the ground, and she go and and then oh okay, then up on that vantage point, Tip just starts glowing, and the light and the light around her is just glowing, glowing, glowing. And then bam, here's girl Tip, not only back to being a girl. In a fire ass witch dress, crazy and the hair. Pearl, Got the hair, dude. Yeah, 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 crazy pearl earrings, makeup job on point, and the hair is just—I mean, it's weird, but like it's done and all like you know weirdly fancy. And she got the most like bout it look on her face, and uh. She says, help your sister to her feet. And then the head witch goes, shape-shifting, sound waves, both base magics. And then Tip realizes, like, okay, it's going to take more than that. So she goes into a trance, and that they do their blue gimmick. The blue tendrils basically shine down on all the witches and connects them all to Tip's memories. And they all experience Tip. Uh, tips, you know, family catching it, like we, that we saw last week, her remembering her, her parents' death. Uh, the wizard 
killing the dad, and then no, no, the the the, the Amon did both of them. Uh, right. So Amon at the wizard's order, though, killing the pop, and then slicing the mom up when she tried to come at her with that weak ass dagger uh, attempt. Wizard did was holding a sword though that was bloody, so he he had his fair yeah, share. He was doing of, work. Yeah, so maybe that's where we'll find out. That's where uh, the limp came from. So Ozma oh, uh, lets her out of the tip, lets her out, of, lets them out of the uh, spell, the trance, and the head witch goes, "This magic can't be tricked. We honor King Pastorius and adore his daughter, the one true Ozma, uh, heir of Oz." And she says, Mistress West stands against those that truly act against the sisterhood. Now help her to her feet. And then two witches go run over and help up Mistress West. The seeds sown into the fabric of this land. No one can take that away from you. And she just cuts a promo and gives him this uh, fiery speech. Gives him to fight to rise again to Emerald City. And uh, back to uh, Jane's lab. Jack's like, how many masks did you make for her? She's like, hundreds. One for sadness, one for um, uh, anger, one for joy. And he's like, did you ever make one? Oh, one for rage. Did you ever make one for this occasion? Death? Oh, she finishes. One for longing, one for love, as she caresses Jack's shoulders. She tried to love you, Jack, as best she could, which... Didn't make sense for a little while. Then that's when he asked her, Did you make one for this, for death? Jane's like, No. And then he's like, I killed her, Jane. Jane says, No. He's like, This is all my fault. She says, You didn't kill her. He says, I shot her. And then Jane goes, All right. Jane goes over to her little tool, her little surgical kit, pulls out a scalpel, and proceeds to cut Languideer's face off. Hannibal yeah. Le- Hannibal. Lecter style, and the whole time Jack's freaked out, like Jane, what are you doing? And as she's cutting her face, she explains about how the whole royal family was slaughtered, and only the the king of Ev, who we saw turn to stone, uh, survived. They killed the print, the queen, the princess, the prince, her sons, the daughters, and she emphasized her daughter. Is that only the king survived? And Jack says, I don't understand. She's like, you didn't kill her, Jack, because she was already dead. As she lifts her face off, revealing mechanical parts and, you know, fake eyeballs and teeth. And and it looks like it's made it's like made out of gold, a lot of it, which is really interesting for, for a variety of reasons. And then Jane explains, I make, a, I make her masks to hide, to hide a face that never ages. And I was sworn to the King of Ev. I can repair her. And then Jack says, Jack is just going through it. I mean, remember, he just had an emotional breakdown trying to... Oh, 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 oh. He was trying to get the gun off of his hand. Yeah. That's what he had to have been doing. Because it's... Hand's still there. No gun. Again, she just whipped him up a gun, though. But, okay. Uh, You know, in like 20 minutes. Like, I got it. No, projectile. Boom. Here we go. Uh, then he freaks out like you made me believe you let me believe she was real that I was real she's like you are he's like no I'm not 
I'm nothing but ten, just like her. He's like, no, Jack, this body, these parts. He's freaking out. She's like, no. He's like, I might as well put them to good use. And he gets, he goes over and gets an axe, and she asks, uh, what are you doing? To cut down the wizard. And so, so your soldiers won't let you. Uh, like, what do you mean? His soldiers won't let you. They'll kill you before you, uh, before you get to him. He screams, they can't. I'm already dead. And storms off. She, she, he, she follows him, Jack, and leaves Langwood there, just faceless on the <laughs> table. And then back to Castle Ev, the Castle Ev, and they're making the wizard stand for the firing squad. And he's blindfolded and 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 and. Uh, uh, not shackled, but his arms or his wrists are clasped or, you know, tied together. And, okay, and again, they're doing the army, like, when you got your gun to your, whoosh, on the shoulder, to the other shoulder. Like, they're doing that kind of stuff. They've had guns for, like, six hours. And they're, like, a full, like, they've got, okay, they they, they got formations. They're an army. That's fine. But... To do the gun stuff, like, it's just too much, too soon. Wizard's begging, no, 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 please, hands out. And then the earth shakes, heavy thudding. And everybody, like, stops. Ominous music. And uh, the lead soldier guy goes over, looks past, looks out, out, off the ledge, and here comes a damn giant walking in the distance. And the shop, a shop, Shopping area and Ev, the glass is breaking and it's like an earthquake's happening because this giant fifty-foot stone man is walking across the town, thudding and shaking the ground with every step. And then he stops, pose for the cam, and then or pose for the frame. And then the wizard's like looking and sees it, and he's like, "What?" Like amazed and happy and shook all at the same time. Then we zoom down and Dorothy's in front of the the, the giant walking, her and Toto, and business. And then they show a preview for next Friday where Glenda says you chose the wrong side, and just a bunch of action. I mean action. <laughs> Dorothy's gauntlet gauntleting people. <laughs> So, next week, boy, is, yeah, you know, uh, season finale event. Let's, uh, let's hope this, uh, you know, the ratings are decent enough to, to justify a second season. I'm hoping. I was disappointed to see that this week's ratings went down from even the season's average. Yeah. So, I think people... I think it's popular, but people are just, they're struggling like we are with the fact that it's either going to, they're, they're straddling the middle, either making an event in terms of like a miniseries or make it a, a, a season-based show. You can't pretend it's one and then turn it into the other, unless you tip. <laughs> I remember when CBS back in the early 2000s did Jack and the Beanstalk, and it was like a three-day event, like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, or something like that. Oh wow! Yeah, it was, it was it was good. I mean, it was 
I watched the whole thing. I'm I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think at the very least we'll get that in a year, year and a half, maybe next, maybe summer 2018. Yeah, that sounds about right. You know, if not a mid-season, you know, this time next year, it'll be starting instead of ending. Oh, that'd be really nice. You know, it'll go from, you know, March to May. If, and that's really if that's another tenant. You know, screw it. It might just be a March thing. I think it'd be better. I was going to say either March or January to March because you don't want it to be during the tournament. No, no, no. What I mean is a one-month event, like four weeks, four episodes to to wrap things up. You know, that's what I mean. Oh, to, okay, yeah. Like to satisfy, like, look, we can't justify doing another ten episodes, but we can give the people three. We can give them two or four. I think three or four would be fine. And I'm saying that after episode nine. Next week I can go, oh, they don't have to come back with anything. The way they, you know, if they wrap it up in a way that that doesn't lead to. I mean, because if, if she ends up in Kansas next year or next week and the Wizards with her, is there really a season in. What's this show? Like them in Kansas readjusting and the wizard being a scumbag and answering for well, what he did maybe or We haven't met Mother Self yet. Something could have happened did. where her mom didn't die. We did. No, I mean like As Mother South, that. you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Her mom could still be alive. Chapman could still be alive on Earth. Mm. Yeah, she was shot or oh wait. Who are we supposed to believe? you think we'll get an answer to that? That I think they're gonna leave it. Was it the hopefully. cop? The cop that shot her? Because yeah, remember the cop the was thing. dead. And why did the cop shoot? Was the cop like one of the guys from like Oz? Yeah, yeah. We need some answers. I think next yeah. week we'll get some flashbacks, probably to start the show. Um, Dorothy and Wizard will have another conversation, which will fill, he'll fill in some flashback stuff. Probably, maybe we'll get a. Note, we'll get a thing with the limp and the slice on Ojo's face, Scar. Maybe not. But, yeah, according to the, uh, looking at the, judging by the preview, it looks really action-packed, and I'm really excited for next week. And I'm excited for, uh, yeah, to, to kind of wait and see for the next year. Or maybe even in six months, they might just quietly Well, we'll find out in yeah. May. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. if they're keeping it or not. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. So that uh, I guess that does it for us here. We've got one more episode to go, and we'll uh, wrap this gavel up. B. Um, so yeah, any any final words uh, for this episode, or, or in anticipation for next week, or anything? I'm hoping that they that Jane gets Languidure back together. Mm-hmm. So that she can be aware of like the situation she's in and go after our boy because I think even though it's problematic, their relationship is probably the most real of the group. Languadier and Jack or Jane and yeah. Jack? Languadier and Jack. Okay. How do they explain that to 
to, to I would say not the people of Ev, but certainly the soldiers of Ev. It was a miracle. She was saved. What you did not notice was she, the, she was actually wearing a mask. A mask of skin. Invisibility. No, yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah, bounced off the mask. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, Jack, the Ev. Jack Goddard's We have the first Ev and anti bullet yeah. magnet. Yep. Technology, baby. Don't, uh. Don't front. That's right. In tech. <laughs> Whatever. So, yeah, I'm hyped. Let's uh, end this thing with a bang. I'm interested to uh, to see how and it we ends. Have, yeah. We haven't even seen the Beast Forever. This is just them fighting each other. Yeah, Beast Forever comes up. Show will show up on on day eight, which yeah will be episode ten. You saw the moons almost touching. We're almost overlapping. They're definitely touching, but not perfectly aligned. Till next week. So, any predictions on what the Beast Forever will be, or who will be, or? Uh, I think it'll Dor- be. Dorothy can be the Beast Forever, can she? I think she could be. Okay. She's that would from, be insane. She fell from the sky and is made of flesh and blood, so I guess. Right. Though, I think the Beast Forever might be her mom. Hmm? Okay. Yes, next week we will get some answers. So, That's right. Until then, for Richard, I'm Travis. This has been another episode of the South Congress Podcast. Stand by Fan Show, NBC's Emerald City, episode eight of I'm sorry, episode nine of season one, the villain that become. Big money's make the big decision. Keep hip hop alive is just the intermission. Back to the second half of the feature flick, thick stacks and fuck rap. for making paper since paper mache. Now my dollar coins join, pound again to play. While you broke niggas reach drunk much. You don't make enough bread to soak up all your liquor with God, God damn. Damn, God, you're killing it. Should incorporate it, invest half a million in. Rack cats talk with no villain in. Sounding like they virtual. This sure to hurt you, yo. Was the night before Christmas and my trip got robbed. They did a job. Took all the goodies up from under the tree. Except the CDs. Shiny suit rappers and flossing MCs. Fail at taking it to rhyme the game. So don't whack pones, get no playing our homes. You need to not get happy with me, or else we gon' relax your mind. Let the conscience yo, free. Yo, yo, where my Wall Street niggas? If you're up in the stands, go. Ooh, 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 to my women that'll throw their hands against their coke ass man, go. Ooh, 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 yo, if you never been shot or stabbed.